0: Come back! Let's f- rage. Sports Rage with Gabe Morenzi. Rage all you want. Level two. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Morenzi. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people of bust them, and everybody else in between. Throwing it down on a Monday night uh, meltdown. As the more things change, the more they stay the same. All right. This show isn't even live right now. Okay. Like we can just save this uh, for like you know eternity in which basically, well, the Atlanta Falcons blew it again. The Atlanta Falcons suck. Well, the Atlanta Falcons uh, choked. The Atlanta Falcons didn't show up tonight. The Atlanta Falcons didn't seem like they cared. The Atlanta Falcons topped smack all night, even though they were losing all night. Matt Ryan's arm is shot. Uh, Brian Hoyer sucks. Um, you know, basically, the more things change, the more the state is the same. Kansas City Chiefs won. Like, <laughs> right, Yankees won. You know, Rays lost. You know, more things change, the more they stay the same. Bill O'Brien sucks. Bill O'Brien at least got fired. I don't know. I was going to say, does that make you feel better? (laughs) doesn't make me feel better. It makes Deshaun Watson feel better. It's funny. Just last night, I went on a tirade uh, about how Bill O'Brien was ruining Deshaun Watson's career. And uh, here we are right now. Uh, Matt Stafford can sympathize. But, hey, Stafford, you've already made a lot of money and stuff like that. Is that Matt Patricia? I don't care, man. Matt Matt Patricia's a worse coach than Dan Quinn. But Dan Quinn needs to be fired. Like if if you don't fire Dan Quinn, like it's just basically like it's gross negligence on the behalf of the Atlanta Falcon organization. Like at what point? Like, like what would it take? Like at what point do you watch the games and, and say to yourself, well, you know what? I don't know if this is working. <laughs> like, no, it's not. It's not, Mr. Blank. It's not. And at this point, I don't know. If you're the Atlanta Falcons, why not just tank and get Trevor Lawrence? You imagine Trevor Lawrence zinging a football with those stud wide receivers as opposed to that old man, Matt Ryan? Old man Ryan. You want that old man Ryan with his uh, his fingers on the button? Like, you know, quarterbacks just like age like rapidly and stuff. Like Matt Ryan, I said Matt Ryan's turning in Andy Dalton. That's, that's wrong. You know that that's that's wrong. He's worse. He's like Joe Flacco without a Super Bowl ring. Like Matt Ryan's going to be one of these guys that's just going to be like real bad fast. Like he won't be playing forever this guy. trades late night continue. Bring it.
2: Yeah, Mo, well, that team sure did suck last night. They just played sucked. I've seen teams suck before, but they were the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked.
0: Sports late night continues. I am Renzi throwing it down. The Monday night uh, meltdown. Kansas City Chiefs uh, victorious. Green Bay Packers uh, victorious. So uh, they all remain uh, perfect. Although it's hard to call Casey perfect. They never didn't really play great. Uh, but nevertheless, uh, they're 4-0 uh, right now. And um, The Green Bay Packers also uh, improved to four and zero. The Atlanta Falcons zero and four. Bill O'Brien lost his job for being zero and four. You know, normally you don't have a Black Monday this early in the season, but like truth be told, uh, Dan Quinn needs to go. I mean, there's there's, and I know you know. Oh no no. Now their schedule gets easier and stuff. And it's not just Dan Quinn, but they actually like it's it's time now. Like, who's the backup quarterback there? Matt Schaub? Matt Schaub? Like, you guys, your quarterback, if you took the arm strength of both your quarterbacks, you couldn't throw it 50 yards. Like, it's time in Atlanta right now. You guys need to start thinking about a quarterback. Like, I don't know if you want to run him out of town now, this year, like, into next year, but, like, Matt Ryan can't be playing. Matt Ryan can't be the Atlanta Falcon quarterback two years from now. Like, maybe next year is his last year, but the guy's hitting a wall. He's got no velocity. He's not mobile, um, and he's a choker. Other than that, he's great. Let's bring in George Kurtz right now. What's going on, George?
2: So you're not the president of the Matt Ryan fan club. Have I got that right? No. Well, it's you know, people. we can blame Dan Quinn, and Dan Quinn needs to
0: go. I mean, but two things can be right as well. You know, like, look, dude, tonight, greasy, and I don't often hear the broadcast because I'm normally on during the games, but... You know, I, I heard a lot of this broadcast tonight in between shows, and it's pretty bad. Like when Greasy's calling you out the way that he is, and I respect Greasy. All right, Greasy was a good quarterback. Greasy, you know, listen, Tom Brady was Greasy's backup. All right, uh, at Michigan, uh, Brian Greasy won a national championship with the Michigan Wolverines. He was an adequate quarterback in the NFL. Um, so at least you know he's got a little bit of credibility and. A great example tonight, George, there was a free play, all right? Green Bay clearly jumped offside, George. What did Matt Ryan do? Matt Ryan sort of stood around for a second, ran two yards, and slid. Brian, like Greasy said, what would Aaron Rodgers do? Strike in the end zone? And they showed the stats of Aaron Rodgers, like in his career, he's got like 14 touchdown passes or something on free plays. Like, basically, when he sees it's a free play, like, he'll go to the end zone. Like, not just throw it, but he's like, all right, I'm going to the end zone now. It's a free play. Matt Ryan just slides. Like, I don't know. Matt Ryan's been in the league for how many years now, bro? And is there a guy other than Daniel Jones who has less pocket awareness that you're about to be hit from behind? I mean, for the love of God. It's like at some point, you know what I mean? Like, as humans... You know, like, you know, kids will figure out, all right, if I step onto the street, I'll get hit by this truck, right? Like, they understand the laws of physics. Matt Ryan doesn't seem to understand that. Like, he drops back, and he has no idea that he's about to get hit, even though he's been back there for eight seconds. Like, the guy's just a moron. I don't, I don't know. I could go on and on, but, like, he's, he's like Andy Dalton. He's turned into Andy Dalton.
2: I can't argue with you much. I mean, uh, I've been uh, on Ryan. I've said many times that if Ryan was the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys, he would be getting killed because he does sort of the same things that Romo does. He wins regular season games, doesn't win big games. Yes, he should have won the Super Bowl if they would have done a little bit better uh, offensive game planning there. But other than that, he's made a lot of mistakes here. As far as him going away, it's no time soon. I mean, he signed through 23, but more importantly – Dead cap next year would be 49, almost 50 million dollars. So he's not going anywhere next year. He's the quarterback in 22. It's half that, 26.5 million. He's probably wow. the quarterback then too. He's talking to 23 is the earliest they can really get out of that contract, where the dead cap money would only be 8.6 million. Then he's a free agent the year after that. So uh, they're they're stuck with him for a while. He's not going anywhere, especially with the cap. Cap's going to stay stagnant next season. Then we'll see what happens with fans. Maybe his new TV contracts really start well, they're to get in there. Anywhere but the Falcons are stuck with him.
0: Well, they're not going anywhere then. Like They're not winning with this guy. They made it to the Super Bowl with this guy in the past, and they're not going back. That's that. It's over. Like It's not like, oh, he's got another run left in him. He's done. Like It's done. And the way they're going, like I don't know, they could be one of the worst teams in the NFL. Look at their defense. They can't stop anything. You know they they if they're gonna if they would listen if they if we'll know if they're trying to tank then they're gonna keep Dan Quinn like if that's the deal if they're if they're gonna tank you know they they're gonna keep Dan Quinn but just imagine if they got Trevor Lawrence and they got a real quarterback you know like I said they're in four too the Jets might suck but so do the Falcons right now
2: George it's funny you can there are a lot of teams that suck right I mean there you can go up and down the league here you either have seen just you have a good teams or Bad teams. the uh, The fight for Trevor Lawrence or Fields is going to be very interesting. I'm wondering if a team like, uh, yeah, I assume the Falcons would take Lawrence or Fields if they finished one. But what if somebody with a, already has a quarterback? What if Minnesota keeps imploding? I know they won this week, but uh, you know, what, what if they get the number one pick? Would they take Lawrence over uh, over Cousins? Still have to pay him that money? Well, It'd be tough to do. Obviously, over Kirk Cousins. Yeah, <laughs> like. You know, Jacksonville over- is not as bad as we thought. Yeah, they're yeah, a bad Jets, team. The I, Jets are the worst team. It, it, I mean, are the Jets going to go 0-16, 1-15? Who are Jets beating? Denver? Yeah. Yes, the Jets are going to go the like... Jets. The Jets are probably
0: going to end up being the worst team the way they position themselves already. Only I say that because, look, Jacksonville's won a football game. Detroit's not trying to tank. You know, even subconsciously. So Detroit will find a way to win two or three games or something uh, before Matt Patricia's useless ass gets fired too. You're right. There's a lot of bad football teams, and a lot of these teams are gonna have a decision to make because they're gonna have, you know, already gonna have their quarterbacks. Gardner Minshew is a six round draft pick. You can throw him out of the bus easily. Like if you're the New York Jets, I mean, everyone's always high on Sam Darnold all the time. So it'll be bye-bye Sam Darnold, right? And what do you do with Sam Darnold? You're going to trade him? Who wants him? What are you going to get for him? <laughs> like, it's just one of those. That's the problem. It's one of those deals. And we've seen Cam Newton was an MVP quarterback, and it was like, damn, yeah, whatever. Jameis Winston threw for 5,000 yards. The guy's a third-string quarterback right now. Seems to be a pretty, like, look at Marcus Mariota. Annual playoff quarterback to, like, forgotten. Like, these guys will throw you onto the bus fast in the NFL at the quarterback position. Not just Colin Kyle. You don't have to protest the anthem to get thrown under the bus in this
2: league. No, you don't. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if the Jets – I think the Jets are the worst team in football. If they get that number one pick, I assume they'll take it. Giants taking, are bad, you know, once again.
0: Well, the Giants? Yeah, but Giants have play Washington
2: twice. Giants will play Washington twice. Giants have played a couple of Washington, good games. I mean, right? they, If Daniel Jones doesn't implode late in games, they're right there with Pittsburgh. Right? They're right there with the Rams. they played a couple of good games and a much, couple of stinkers.
0: I'm taking them against your Cowboys, actually. We were talking about this game earlier. Cowboys are laying What's nine the and over? a half. Take the over. Take the over. Oh, we're gonna take the over, but the Giants average eleven points a game, so we're betting an over of a game with one team that averages eleven, po- like Judge eleven points. Like I don't like honestly. You see them; they're worse now under Joe Judge than they were with Shermer. They're a worse football team, and and Daniel Jones seems like worse off. Like, you know what I mean? Like, at least, sure, I don't know. Like, before he had Eli and Shermer was an offensive guy. And there seemed to be, like, at least a direction
2: with They've Dan. got issues.
0: There's no direction right, now the, with the Joe. The Giants. There's no direction right, with Joe. The Giants. He's running around on his own. It's like he's not getting coached. The You know, judge, judge is concerned about the defense. The defense is playing better, but the offense goes nowhere fast and they end up losing in the end all the time. Like I said... I get it. Like the Giants are rebuilding, but we see these coaches come in, and they're making things worse. Like the Giants weren't this bad last year. I mean, they they would, they would they would they would win some games, but I guess you know in the big picture, the Giants are competing as you stated. They competed with the Rams. Or look, George, they played good on the road. The Giants played okay at the Bears. They were they hung around in that game. Uh, they hung around with Pittsburgh at home in week one until the second half. You know their worst game of the year was the game against San Francisco. They got blown out. They are working hard. I'll give them that. And as you stated, it comes down to Daniel Jones not being an idiot. But I don't know, man. Like these quarterbacks just are who they are. And you know, I've I've picked up this kid a lot, but man, my, his stock is falling fast in my eyes. But with that being stated, I do love that over 54 with the Giants, the Cowboys, more George Kurtz on the other side. Let me get this straight. You took all the money you made franchising your name and bid it against the Harlem Globetrotters? Oh,
1: uh, I thought the generals were due. He's spinning the ball on his finger. Just take it. Take the ball. That game
0: was fixed. They were using a freaking ladder, for God's sakes. Yeah, yeah, we should just replace that, uh, with the, you know, the generals with the Falcons. We really should. Just insert Falcons. <laughs> Just say instead of the generals, <laughs> you bet all your money on the Falcons? What are you crazy? What are you stupid? What are you a moron? Yes, Jack, correct. see si, see si, senor, we, oui. uh, da, and whatever other language you want to come up with. What's what's the definition of moron? Look it up. You, know, you look up the definition of moron, you'll see a picture of me, and you'll see an Atlanta Falcon logo. That's what you'll see when you look up the definition of moron. So uh, we break it down on the uh, Monday Night uh, Meltdown. So, um, all right, we were talking NFL uh, football with uh, with Kurtz. Of course, Kurt's a uh, cowboy fan, but uh, also a New York Yankee fan. And there's another loss that we had. Started off the day so well too um, in that Houston game, <laughs> but then the wheels uh, just uh, fell apart. Um, you know, the, it's like uh, the the tricycle fell fell apart. It's like it was like a tragic uh, Charlie Chaplin. Um, you know, black and white reel or something like that uh, today, or I should say, it's more like Benny Hill with the Atlanta Falcons. Just you know, what, what it's one of these nights tonight. It's uh, normally George. I do this every day. I bet uh, all the time or whatever. I I really don't get as mad as I used to. I used to get like this often every night. Like I'd really hate the team that like lost and stuff. But I blame myself. I don't blame the Falcons for sucking. I blame myself for, like, betting on them. And I took them plus the points. I had them in teasers. And it's just, you know, it's one thing to lose a bet. It's another thing to lose a bet on a team that you know that screws you all the time. And here we are again. I'm having a hard time getting over it, Kurtz.
2: Yeah, I think we all have those teams, right, that uh, we can't win on. And we always say we're going to stay away from it, but we always go back. We always get sucked in for some reason. Yeah, I think what annoys me the most is... Uh, what you're talking about, it gets on me, too, and I know better. I know I never win on this team yet. I go back to them. You know, you and I joked, uh, I think it was two years ago, well, the Mets won like 18 games in a row. The one game they lost, I bet on them. And uh, we'll never go back to them again. Uh, it's always even a bug on a certain night. But f- what frustrates me is when, you know, I'd rather get blown out by, uh, uh, like if you bet the under in a Dallas-Cleveland game yesterday. All right, you weren't close. I lost. Big deal. I, I, I'll move on. But when you lose once something that's close, like, I, I had the Blake Snell over 4.5, stri- whatever strikeout total was tonight. I lost by a half. Lost by the hook, and that that's frustrating. That annoys me. You know, other than that, you know, loss is going to come. Certainly so with the amount of games that you bet, you're going to lose. Uh, I, I, I was on the Falcons tonight, too. We said it with uh, Cam last night. I thought they would lose the game but cover the seven. That didn't quite happen.
0: No, no, it even came down to five. Everybody started jumping in on the Atlanta Falcons uh, in this game. So um, well, at least you know you can take solace in the fact that the New York Yankees uh, were victorious uh, tonight in a baseball game that went back and forth early. Finally, the Yankees break it open and uh, win the baseball game nine-three. And in a five-game series, listen, in any playoff series, obviously every game is is important, but in a five-game set, game one, you know every game is just big. Yeah, it just is, and especially when you got Garrett Cole on the hill. You know, now basically the Rays have put themselves in a position that they're going to have to be able to beat uh, Garrett Cole uh, moving forward. And, you know, we brought this up uh, tonight, you know, and I should have known better, but, you know, the Rays were 8-2 this year. But, George, you know this being a Yankee fan. Aaron Judge didn't play in six of those games. I think Stanton missed um, four of them. LeMahieu didn't play in a bunch of them. They were never really, like, fully loaded, all right, when they played against the um, against the Rays this year, and, and we see it come to pass tonight. But nevertheless, um, game two tomorrow, Glasnow goes for the Rays against Garcia. And I'll tell you what, Glasnow was, like, filthy against the Blue Jays. Uh, like He was nasty. Nine strikeouts. Like, he was really on top of his game, really on top of his stuff. Uh, so they send the, the youngster on the hill here tomorrow. Uh, the, the kid gets the start for the Bombers. What's your take on this game? As uh, the Rays are small favorites, minus one fifteen.
2: I actually took the Rays in the series. I thought the uh, fact they did go eight and two. I don't care who played for the Yankees. The pitching is all Rays here. Today was the one matchup that was in the Yankees' favor, not massively in the Yankees' favor, but you'll take Cole over Snell. The Yankees look good again. They've now hit what is it eleven home runs in three playoff games against Bieber, Carrasco, and Snell starting. That's impressive. That's impressive. They're they're a different team again right now. They look like that team that won. Well, ten games in a row, whatever it was, not the five and fifteen team. They're playing well in all cylinders. They're not making mistakes. Cole only went six innings. Really didn't have his best stuff tonight, but the bullpen is fresh. Scoring those extra runs in the ninth inning was big. It saves you uh, Chapman for tomorrow. But once again, you said it, now against uh, Gar- and we have no idea what Garcia is going to do tomorrow. He's a rookie. He's made what five starts. We'll see, but no one knows. You know he's not he going to go back. Like, I know no, they're, so
0: like, they're, they're not going to tempt fate, right? Like, if he pitches really, really well, like two times. In he rotation, won't go three times through the lineup. Yeah, I don't think they're going to say, well, well, let's see if the kid can give us seven. They'll be like, nah, nah, get him out after
2: four, you know? Right. He, he will not go three times through the lineup. He won't do that. Because the Yankees will realize, even if you have to blow out your bullpen somewhat tomorrow, if you get a win there, I don't think Tampa Base yeah. will win in three straight days. I don't think that. So the Yankees should go all out to win tomorrow. But like I said, it's an unknown. We don't know what Garcia is going to do. And if they lose tomorrow, listen, they got Tanaka going against Morton on uh, Wednesday. Tanaka's been terrible. It was terrible last week. It was terrible in his last couple of starts in the regular, whatever they were, what you want to call it this season. So the Yankees can't feel all that confident about that. And if it goes to Thursday, I don't think they know who is starting. Hap? Montgomery? Anybody have confidence there? I imagine the uh, Rays would probably go with some sort of bullpen game, which they do so often. So I said today was really important for the Yankees to win because now it gives them a little breathing room. They can relax a little bit. And if Glasnow's wild tomorrow, which he can be at times, he's got great stuff, but sometimes he's wild. He doesn't know where the ball's going. If if he's that kind of person tomorrow, it could play into the Yankees' favor.
0: Uh, FanDuel has a new series price uh, listed even after uh, tonight's uh, baseball game. Yankees are now minus 270 to win the series. Tampa Bay Rays. Plus 220 to come back. And yeah, listen, a razor resilient team. They're not going to roll over because they lost this baseball game. And Garrett Cole really is one of the best pitchers in the game. And like uh, like George Stady, So you're sending this kid. How old is Garcia? 21, 22. He's 21, I think. It's tw- I think he's it's 21, 21, right? Yeah, he's, he's yeah, 21. Like he's a kid. So, uh, but a lot of the, like, I, you know, you get these guys out there sometimes, and they're too, like, you know, the saying, George, he's too young. He's too dumb, too young and dumb to know any better, right? He doesn't know. Like, ah, well, he doesn't feel pressure. Ah, he doesn't know. <laughs> like, it's one of those. Some of these kids just don't care, and, they, you know, they, they don't realize. You'll often see that. Um, all right, so let's let's blast through the games uh, tomorrow. Early game is the uh, the Marlins and the Braves. Marlins and the Braves. Uh, we got Alcantara and uh, Freed on the hill here. What's
2: your take on this one? Should be a low-scoring game. You got the aces for both teams here. Both guys, I mean, Alcantara throws hard. Freed is, uh, I mean, he throws mid-90s, but he's more of a, uh, a field pitch. He's going hit to hit his spots. I mean, you have to like the, uh, the Braves. because because when the pitching's even, in this case it's close to even, I would give the edge to the Braves here with Freed. But the Braves can hit, right? We know they got a much better offense yeah. than uh Then the Marlins, especially if Marte, I can't see how he's playing, although they haven't made up their mind to put him on the roster yet with that fractured pinky. How can you swing a bat? I can't see that healing in five days. So I think it's a big edge. When the pitching's close, you're going to go with the Braves here. We know it's going to take one shot from Acuna, maybe, one shot from Azuna, Freeman. I'll go with the Braves tomorrow. You know, i tell you, the Marlins, nice payback, plus 167
0: uh, payback for for the Miami Marlins. I'm not really in a hurry to be laying minus 192, but I do think the Braves are going to win the series. Uh, as well doesn't it just feel like george was sort of you know it's funny because it's easy for me to say this now because i did you know i like the rays in the series but i was thinking about it tonight i i was on uh houston today but wouldn't it just be fitting houston and the yankees you know there's a lot of bad blood it'll be your opportunity for payback (laughs) um i was on houston today and they they get it done they're, you know, they're, it's sort of like the Patriots. They're motivated by everyone's hate towards them. And, you know, they're, they're winning right now. They're sort of playing with house money, the Astros, as well. What do you make of this baseball game? A lot of pressure on the athletics. And, quite frankly, an athletic team that hasn't had a lot of postseason success. I mean, that wild card series win. And, yeah, you want I don't know, that's not really even real a playoff win, but whatever. Uh, that's like the first series they've won in a long time. It's like like I said, like the A's are one of these teams. They, you know, they're good in the regular season, but then they choke in the playoffs all the time. I think Houston are gonna knock them off, but the question is, do they win again tomorrow, Houston?
2: Well, interesting decision here today in this game, right? Uh and tomorrow's uh almost similar. Well, actually, I think it is similar. No Zach Grinky. Yeah, what are they doing? I mean, what are uh, they saving him for? I, What's Dusty's like? I madness? don't know.
0: Is he's like game three and seven or like five? Like there is no seven. And the thing is, Greinke pitched well, right, in his start, George. So it's not like, wow, well, he got lit up,
2: so we're kind of shaky
0: on him. Like, what's the deal with this? And it's
2: not like they have an abundance of starters, right? Oh, we have a big stable here; we can pitch anybody. No, you right, don't. Are you starting Framber start Valdez. Valdez tomorrow? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, I haven't heard a reasoning for this. You know, I, I have not heard what why he's doing this. Him going game two was, instead he of game one. Maybe need the extra in nine days. days. Rest.
0: Yeah, McCullers
2: was, was, he hasn't pitched in nine
0: days. He You know, he had nine strikeouts. And listen, he pitched well, right? So, I don't know. I I don't know. Because it's not like one of those, like a best of three, George, right? Because that's what I was thinking earlier. Like, what's your what's your game plan here? It's not like a best of three. Well, it's like, all right, we're saving our best guy for game two. Or even, like, remember, like, St. Louis rolled the dice with Flaherty in game three, et cetera, that we talked about. Yeah, I don't understand the method to the madness here with Granke. Unless
2: there's something wrong
0: with him that we don't know
2: about, George. I haven't heard anything, but that's what the uh, first thing I thought of is something bothering him. You know the fact that he—he's—is he not even announced for Game Three? No, they haven't announced their start for Game Three yet, which is even more strange. I mean, is it, something wrong with Granke here? Because listen, you have to go Game One. Cole goes Game One for the Yankees, so they can pitch somewhat in Game Five. Won't you do the same thing with your ace?
0: Yeah, it's baffling. All right, hang in here, George. We'll quickly hit the uh, the, uh, the other games on the other side. Los Angeles Dodgers too bad for San Diego that uh, you know they lost for Matt and uh, ClaVenger but hey it is what it is bring
2: it
1: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage it up. Sports
0: Rage with Gabe Morenzi Rage all you want. My name's Bobby and I am an addict. Hey, Bobby. You know, you folks aren't here because you're gamblers. You are here because you are terrible gamblers. Hey, Bobby. These folks don't need to stop doing what they're doing. They just need to get better at it. Bobby. All right, Bobby. Bobby. More trades late night continues. George Kurtz kicking with us. All right, great job, Master Control. Midtown Manhattan, our boy Yank getting it done here this evening. Uh, We were just talking uh, some baseball right now. And uh, Zach Granke's situation. And you know, I was thinking that it was something wrong with him, but uh basically Dusty Baker, Dusty Baker, point blank, doesn't trust him, uh, essentially. In which Dusty Baker uh tells tells uh, local media that um um Granke hasn't been sharp uh in his last three starts. Lance has been exceptionally sharp, and we want to keep uh Framber on a pretty regular rotation because Framber has been one of our best. When asked if Granky would pitch game three, they're undecided between him and Irquity right now. Like, this is what like uh, the thing is, we know about Greinke's psyche, George, in the past, too. Are you really helping this guy? Because what are you not pitching him in the five games? So yeah, what are you going to do? Are you going to throw him in here now in a game four? Wow, we didn't trust you at all, but now go save our ass now late in the series, George. This is a weird approach by Dusty Baker to publicly basically state that his pitching hasn't warranted him a start. Like, that's a little harsh, isn't it?
2: <laughs> it is harsh, especially for a guy who's also signed with the team. It's not like he's going anywhere. Like he's a, well, a six-time, time, six-time I mean, that-
0: All-Star and a Cy Young Award winner too, right, let's add? And as you stated, yeah, he signed for a lot of money.
2: <laughs> I mean, Dusty's not wrong as far as what he's pointing out. I mean, over his last uh, five starts, he had a six point zero seven ERA and one point four three WHIP. The uh, the playoff game against Minnesota, he went four innings, uh, one run, two hits, three walks. Not terrible. The walks are concerning somewhat, uh, but you're right. I mean, this is a weird situation that you think all these guys are better than Cranky. on the season. I mean, he was four point zero three ERA. Obviously, the last couple of starts, what, George. Uh, built that up this is ballsy by dusty baker
0: isn't it like not a lot of, not a lot of managers would have the balls to leave a pitcher that makes that much money out of the rotation right now
2: you know like Especially dusty he's like he's not going anywhere how do you justify dusty this how care. do you talk to Granky next year <laughs> yeah i know like
0: well i it's i don't know i'm baffled by this it's unheard of so, like, what, like, Dusty? what, you don't trust him? Like, not even for game three? Yeah, yeah, he's pitching game three. And then even Dusty now, and Dusty says no, and he's not available out of the bullpen either. They said no, he's not out of the, available out of the bullpen. So, what, it's, you're just it's not crazy. using Zach Greinke in this series, Dusty? Is this your deal? You better win the series, bro. You
2: know, if... If there was an injury, we'd all understand this, right? But uh, or you know, if Dusty was covering for him, he would say something different. He wouldn't throw him under the bus right here. Well, he's not pitching well. You know, it, it's a strange situation. You put yourself in a bad spot here because you're right. If they, you know, they lose, they want. Let's say he's going to go game four. You're down two-one. Hey, you, you just said it. Zach, can you save our butts? You know, before we get eliminated here, how do you go back to him? <laughs> how, how can Zach have any faith in Dusty? You know, especially with his. And you mentioned he's a nutcase as it is, right? He's a little well. Off, now um, he off knows. Now
0: he knows the manager doesn't trust him. Like point blank, it's not even an if, George. Like it's not. The manager doesn't trust you.
2: That's why I'm surprised Dusty would have said that. Why didn't he, you know, give some, uh, you know, some cardboard cutout uh, reason why? Oh, you know, we think it'd be better with a couple of days extra rest. Oh yeah, that sort the of analytics, the yeah, analytics matchups. Yeah, you know, our matchup, our guys told us <laughs> exactly. You know, come up with right, something. anything, lie about it. Why do you? It's the one time I probably don't tell the truth. You know, I. I yeah, but it's, it's an maker. interesting situation. I why? See how this blows up. Like Dusty. Dusty offends people like he does. Like he's he
0: doesn't care. You know what I mean? He's like, well, I'm managing to win this series, and if I hurt feelings, I, that's so be it, right? And he's probably thinking Dusty probably won't even be there next year. Dusty's probably thinking maybe, you know what? I'm not even gonna be here. I'm doing this just for the one off. I'm out of here after this. I don't know. Maybe he just doesn't care. I gotta tell you what, if I was that Grenke, I'd want the hell out of there, though. Like this and any other team. This would be a major controversy. Like, imagine, like, they didn't pitch Syndergaard in a five-game series or something, George.
2: Oh, this happened in New York, you know, Boston, <laughs> Philadelphia. Yeah, come on. You know, this guy's got six years, so it, a six million contract. Yeah, people would flip. I'm looking at I don't I'm looking at it now. When, let's see. So, he signed the 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. Next year is his last year. So, he's, he is with Houston next year, making about $38 million a year. And you're not pitching him in the playoffs. Million.
0: I don't know. If you're the owner, the don't you? If you're the owner, don't you have some questions about this? What am uh, I saying? If unless unless the GM okay this.
2: You bring up an interesting point, though. If Dusty knows he's not coming back, then he doesn't care. I don't care. I'm, I'm not going to be kidding. here next year anyway. I don't care. He's ticked off. Let, let, let the next yeah. guy deal with this. He took the job Dusty in a, a pinch. I don't
0: know. He took the. He's old, bro. He took the job in a pinch. Maybe he doesn't like this COVID crap. You know what I mean? Maybe he doesn't like if, the cheating
2: stuff. That would make sense. If that, if something like that happens where he, you know he's not coming back next year, then I can buy all of this, and I have no problem with this. Yeah, does he do whatever you want to do? You don't, you don't care. It's why it's always interesting to me in sports. You know, people well, think, oh, why is the GM doing this? Why is the GM? Let's say they win, oh, and then it... Hey,
0: Zach, everything's I'm fine now, buddy. Senile. We didn't trust
2: you. <laughs> <laughs> but you'll be great against the Yankees next round. You'll be fine. You know, whatever. Like I said, but it's why Gabe. I always find it interesting where we criticize GMs sometimes for the moves they make. Because people think GMs have, are going to have a job for life. Sometimes GMs realize, if I don't get in the playoffs now, if I don't win now, I'm not going to have a job next year. What do I care about a number one pick? number you know, Three number ones, whatever it might be. I need to win now. Else next year, it just doesn't matter to me. So that's why I think sometimes yeah. you see weird trades in all sports because they're thinking now, not tomorrow. Oh, you're
0: totally right. Yeah, exactly. Bill O'Brien acted that way in, in Houston, and look what it got him. He still couldn't win. <laughs> you're right. Um, but, you know, you raise a good point, though, George, as far as – Decisions like this are made with management, George, not the ownership group. I mean, the old man, the old man owner's not like sitting in on meetings about who the starting pitchers are going to be, but the scouting department, the GM, the you know pro, pro, uh, you know, pro personnel directors, etc. Dusty Baker's not just sort of telling the organization, oh by the way, I made the decision not to start Granky, right? I don't buy that, even with Dusty Baker. Like, like you said, when you're paying a guy $30 million, $38 million a year, there's going to gonna have to be explanations or permission. Like, oh, by the way, yeah, I'm not starting this guy. And this is why I'm not starting him. And if you want to win, but I don't know, I just think it's harsh. Like, I would know, I would roll him out here. Personally, I, I trust Zach Greinke enough to start. I mean, the guy's pitched in World
2: Series before, George. Like, like You know what I mean? I, if All there's right, no injury, like. I'm with you. I'm starting him. Yeah. I, mean, I could sort of buy the, the, the McCullough's thing, even though he hadn't pitched in nine days, so there's a chance for some rust there. But there's no way. There's no way I'm not pitching him in the first three games. If you want to tell me, okay, the, whatever whatever analytics tell you, it's not going to change. You're playing the same team here. Unless his numbers against Oakland are horrific. Sorry, I didn't look up all fantasy he pitched against uh, Oakland uh, this uh, season. Last time against Oakland, I mean, he didn't pitch great, but it wasn't terrible. Three runs in five innings. And his start before yeah. that was no runs in six innings. So he's given up three runs in 11 innings against Oakland. That's that's pretty good, you know. So that makes little. Like I said I never get why these managers are doing it. But one thing I do agree with you on 100% on is I doubt Dusty Baker did this on his own. I imagine we know baseball; it's all analytics today. And assuming Houston has a biggest, a big, an analytic department as most teams, they're told what to do. You know, you know the Yankees are pretty much told what yep. your lineup should be. Well, Boone is the deciding who comes in there from the bullpen and when. Oh, exactly, and, if, and
0: listen, Dusty would be a guy that would be anti that, but also he's not going to start off a, oh, uh, a freaking war in the middle of the playoffs. You know what I mean? <laughs> like he's not going to start a war with the organization. Like, well, I'm doing this and screw you, and like, you know, and there, there, you, we would hear that there would be problems in that room. It would come out that wow, what the hell's going on in there? Um, but you know, to be honest, Valdez has been good down the stretch, George. He really has been, and Irkwood he's been good too. Uh, for them so you know like I said Dusty's rolling the dice so the Dodger games off the board and speaking of pitching because uh San Diego uh TBD right now at least as of right now George you know all sports books have this off we know that Walker Bueller's going for the Los Angeles Dodgers but we don't know about San Diego right now
2: we do know it won't be in Dittles, uh, Lemet. he uh he's not going to pitch uh, I don't think it'll be Clevenger either. I think Clevenger will pitch in this series, but probably not game one. I don't know if he's ready to pitch game one. He just had that bullpen on Sunday. You're going to throw him in game one? I mean, I would think he goes game two. Uh, th- got to feel bad for the Padres. Not only are you playing with Dodgers, right, which is rough enough as it is, and they should have receded, by the way. Have a Dodgers not end up playing the Miami, Mo- whatever, baseball. Uh, but – you don't have Clevenger because he gets hurt late. You don't have Lamette, he gets hurt late. I mean, my God! And you want to play the best team in baseball, right? So it's a rough situation for the Padres here. I love the way this uh, this team is headed. They're gonna be a good team. You give this team another year or two. Give you those young players time to mature, and they have a farm system. They have more guys coming up. I mean, this is going to be a dynamite team. This team will battle with the Dodgers eventually. I don't think they're ready to do it right now. I don't think it matters. If it's tomorrow, they lose.
0: Well, you know what? Listen, Zach Davies has been all right. You know what I mean? I mean, to me, that's that's seems to be the the way. I think that's what they're going to do. But their challenge is they just don't have a lot of arms, guys. Right? And you know, but they're talking about you know potentially playing five games in five days. So they're looking at the big picture about like you know, you know, maybe you could. I could honestly see them rolling guys out, George, and say, all right, Davies, you know, you're pitching. We're gonna try to get, you know, three, four innings out of you and then we're gonna roll you out again in two days, type thing. We don't know like what their plan is. And that that's the big thing right now that the organization is meeting and trying to put a plan together for the challenge of a potential five, five games in five days with limited arms. It's gonna be a lot of their bullpen, George. It's gonna be a lot of their bullpen.
2: Oh, dear. we saw that on games two and three last week, right? It was they throw I think eight, yeah. and nine. They may have more. The nine guys in one game it was nuts, and they had no choice because they had yeah. no those orders left. You can't and lose remember, two starters. You and I talked about it. Remember when you and I talked about it too? They said Zach
0: Davies. He said, "Yeah, we're gonna have to get like you know, we we need like six or seven from Zach today." They pulled him after like two, three innings that night, George. I remember we were talking about it on Friday. Yeah, and they That's went right. to the pen. They, I was like, man, they said that they needed. Him and he wasn't even that bad, but they had a quick hook with him. I swear they like that. I think it's over managing, personally, George. I think these guys with all these pitching changes all the time—it's just over the top.
2: But um, that—that's what they do. That's the modern game right now. Analytics. I agree with you there too. This is exactly what we talked about on Friday. A lot of over managing and a lot of young managers haven't been here before. They're, they get a little nervous. You, know, you don't want to let a guy let a guy go through. You know, you don't want to let them work it out. I get it. It's a playoff game. You can't let them figure it out. Right. And then games two, they were both games they played in were elimination games. Right. They would have lost either one. They were done. So I get it. But uh, I think they got to be careful here because, A, you th- and the Ponders, if you told the Ponders right now you're going to play game five on Saturday, they'll take that. They'll take a game five. I don't think it gets that far, but they'll take and it. You and know they're going to play. Saying, uh, you know, and it's
0: totally his attitude. And I believe him on this. He says basically that everybody's available on Tuesday. They're they totally live one game at a time. This team. And I don't have a problem with it. George, like he basically, you know what I mean? You can tell like, that's how he managed through the last series. It's like, I'll deal with that problem. When I cross that bridge later tomorrow, you know what I mean? Like, and I like, that's what he's saying. He's saying basically uh, everyone, everyone's going to be available on Tuesday. Everyone's fresh. And we're going to take it from there.
2: <laughs> I like his attitude. I think he's right. How else is he going to take it? I mean, uh, Clevenger <laughs> he will pitch. So I go, but even when Clevenger pitches, how many, ga- how many innings can Clevenger go? How many pitches ah, can he
0: throw? That's another thing. Three. Three innings.
2: 40 pitches. He's not going deep. Man, he's not going deep. I'm a little surprised they didn't try and act, uh, activate McKenzie uh, Gore or Patino, their top uh, young starters. George Kurtz. Great stuff, uh, George. tonight. Enjoy talking baseball
0: george kurt sports grid very own thanks george be good guys sports race late night quick as 120 minutes for winding down bring it Sports Rage Late Night. Quickest 120 minutes in sports. Uh, was no exception uh, here this evening. Shout out to everybody uh, tuning in on the Mighty Air 1090s. we throw it down in SoCal uh, tonight. And, of course, across uh, the country or whatever country you might be uh, tuning in because uh, we're international, baby. We got people uh, worldwide that are Rageaholics. Um, so we got the New York Yankees uh, tomorrow coming off a, a 9-3 win. They're sending a the kid. Uh, to the hill uh tomorrow. Uh, they're sending the kid uh, to the hill uh tomorrow. Garcia has really come out of nowhere uh, right now. and the Rays have never faced Garcia before. and I think that's one of the one of the reasons why um the Yankees like rolling out this kid in this spot, the fact um, that the Rays have never seen him before. obviously they're going to um they're gonna have tape is New York's top uh, pitching prospect. Uh, he made his Major League uh, Baseball debut on August the 30th. Uh, 33 strikeouts and 34 in a third innings. That's the thing with the Yankees, man. When the Yankees have a swagger and the Yankees are healthy, like, they have reason to have a swagger. Dangerous baseball team. Dangerous baseball team. And, you know, I don't know, man. I'm going to snap, actually. I'm going to freaking snap if it ends up being the Dodgers and the Yankees in a World Series. I've been waiting for a Dodgers Yankees World Series uh a rematch since 1981. All right, Dodgers and Yankees played in the World Series in 1981. They haven't played in the series since. And you know, it's just it's Major League Baseball's dream matchup. Old school Brooklyn Dodgers versus the New York Yankees, you know, one of the greatest rivalries in the history of any sport. There's just so much magic to it. You know, you get New York LA, it's just special. But you know, Dodgers Yankees, there's something really special about that and i've lived in los angeles and i've lived in new york and it's never happened i did dodgers in boston and it was sort of close but yeah whatever and i knew the dodgers were going to lose so i didn't want to go to boston to watch them lose trades late night shout out to Bobby and kurt other night you're on your own later